Thank you for listening to this Podcast One Sportsnet production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. This summer, there's only one trusted place that lets you get in on all your favorite sports betting action. BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code PODCAST1 for your 50% off welcome bonus. Or text BET now to 238-669. That's B-E-T-N-O-W to 238-669 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines this summer. From Major League Baseball to the Women's World Cup and all things U.S. BetOnline.ag has you covered. Visit BetOnline.ag and don't forget to use the promo code PODCAST1. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Dan Patrick. Season's greetings from all of us at the Dan Patrick Show. Only the best people work on the holidays. Dan and the Danettes are off. This is what we do for the holidays. <laughs> but the Dan Patrick Show continues straight on into 2020. Uh, who here has their house decorated? Yeah, we got all kinds of special things that we have like around the door. And Can you bring in a picture? Yeah, I can take a picture. Yeah. He brings in a company to decorate his house for Christmas. I, I think I'm less lazy more. Just I just know my limitations and I can't. Uh, you can't handle Hang some, something up and another man can. That's correct. But the playoffs are approaching, and college bowl season is here. From the Mercedes-Benz Studios in Los Angeles, this is the Dan Patrick Show. Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show here at Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and Rob Parker in for Dan and the Danettes. So much football we have for you this morning. Rob Parker actually was sleeping in the parking garage, <laughs> ready to do this show today after the Cowboys lost yesterday. You got in your car about 8 o'clock at night, drove in. You had Dunkin' Donuts. I passed by you this morning. I knocked on your window and said, hey, come on, we're going to do the show. You got up. You were ready to come in because you love Dak Prescott. Uh, yes, I had to jump in. I just couldn't wait to get here uh, just because we've been talking about this all year long. I mean, for people – who are riding the Dak Prescott. Do you remember the first three games of the year? They were great. Oh, yeah. They were awesome. He piled up these big numbers. Oh, he's elite. The Cowboys would be crazy not to give him the big contract, right? Sign him. Dak is taking that next step. The Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl because Dak Prescott has elevated his game. They have a running game. They have a defense. They have receivers. They have everything. They still do have all those things. They just Except don't have enough what? wins. They don't have wins. They have eight losses now. And when you think about that, think about this. Only one win against a team with a 500 record. That was the Rams last week, which mm-hmm. kind of threw everybody like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe uh, maybe this isn't going to be that bad. They're going to come to Philly, who's banged up, bruised, battered, whatever you want to say, and they'll steamroll them, win the division, right, for the third time in four years, and all will be right. In Dallas land. Uh, no way, no how did that happen because that might be one of the worst losses uh, in franchise history for that team. So when you think about how bad shape the Eagles are in 
And what was at stake for the Cowboys? See, I had bought in. I look, the roster is so talented. The NFC East is not Bro, very good. You picked good. them to go to the Super Bowl. I picked them to go to the NFC Championship. Wow! Game. I had to go to the NFC. I had them not going to the playoffs. And all from the beginning of the season, all season long, I I was okay. Well, now now we're going to see the real Cowboys. All right now we're going to see them. All right now now that Ezekiel Elliott is back in shape, now we're going to see him. Now we're going to. I felt like I was in high school, and the girl kept saying, "Yeah, yeah, we'll go out at some point. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm I'm breaking up with so and so. All right, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. It's all good. All right, all right. How about this week? No, this week's not good, but maybe. Maybe next week we can go go and do so. All right, all right, great, great. And I kept waiting. It's been and it's been four months of waiting. I mean, I did that in high school too. But it's been four months of waiting, 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 waiting. And then yesterday they don't give Ezekiel out the football, which which and, is mind boggling. Uh, considering, considering his success against the Eagles, they don't give him the football. They give him thirteen carries. And this is why you look. It comes down to it wasn't like it was a blowout and you needed to throw the ball every down. No, it the, was, the a game was, game. was a one-score game. You were you were within striking distance. Why do you not run the football? This is where this is the game where if you were making the the Jason Garrett coffin, you were putting tap 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 tap. Oh, you putting the final nails in tap 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 tap. Because you had yesterday everything on display of what's going to happen with the Cowboys now that they failed. This is Jerry Jones's roster, right? He's never going to take responsibility for it. He put together a pretty talented roster top to bottom. Are they thin? Yes, they're thin. They have a lot of stars at the top, and you go 11 deep on offense, 11 deep on defense, that's that's pretty talented. But they don't have depth because your top paid players are all offensive linemen. Jason Garrett is going to bear the brunt of this, and I can't defend him at all, especially when you look at the final play, the real final play of the game yesterday. The fourth down play, their entire season is on this play, right? It's fourth and eight. They got to get in the end zone. They got to get two-point conversion. Not on the field is Amari Cooper How? and Randall Cobb. How? Right? Amari Cooper says, I had just run a go route to play before the coaches took me out. Randall Cobb. Well, he didn't ask to be uh, No, he, he just, they just said come out. Randall Cobb, who had caught three passes on that drive and was uncoverable on that final drive, he is on the sideline. Why is he out? On the field and who they throw the ball to is Michael Gallup, who had just dropped a short touchdown pass three passes before. Well, you know, he, by the way, and then Dak Prescott misses Tavon Austin on what should have been a touchdown pass six plays he was before open. that. How are, how are your two biggest threats on the play of the season? You need this. I understand we want to keep three timeouts because we're going to have to might give them the ball back and, and we might want to, you know, have the no, timeouts no, no, no. left. I, but I, this is where you, you call a timeout. Do so. you got to put your best players you on the field. But you have to call a timeout because you need to get just what you said. Your best players on the field for that. That that was the season. That could have been the season, right? Now, now you went from uh, your fate was in your own hands to now you can win next week and it still won't matter. So you just gave that up, and why not call a timeout? Let's get our best players out there on this most important drive. The game is still not out of reach because uh, you could get a, a touchdown and a two-point conversion tie and at least force it to overtime, right, and still have a chance to come back when you were basically dead the whole game. And to say that, hear Jerry Jones say he's disappointed. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm I'm pissed. Disappointed? How about devastated that that they can't beat a beat-up Philadelphia Eagles team? I know the game was in Philly, but still, uh, they should have been able to go in there and beat them. Dak, that all the talk was that Dak and Ezekiel had never lost to the Eagles, right? Oh, no, those guys, they had never lost to the Eagles together. 
So now they go in there in the biggest game of the year. But this has been them all year other than uh, the, the first three games where they piled up numbers and all that stuff against the also-rans and really terrible teams of Miami, Washington, and uh, I forgot the other team. But the, the three bad teams early on in the season. I would say the Jets, but the Jets actually beat them. They beat Jets, the Giants, the, Giants, the Redskins. Redskins, Dolphins. And yeah. then I'm glad you brought that up because the other game was the Jets game. And the Jets have played better of late, but not when the Cowboys had played them. The Jets were still bad, and uh, and they couldn't beat the Jets. So this is bad. And I'm going to say this and proclaim it. I say it to Chris Boussard on the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio all the time. You doing shout-outs on the show? Right? I am. You doing that? Dak Prescott is a fraud. He's a straight-up fraud, Jason. And you could pile up all these numbers and tell me about his intangibles and all of his teammates like him and all the other stuff that goes there. That's a game you got to win. This is the same guy when New Orleans was down uh, and and didn't have um, Drew Brees. Drew Brees and didn't throw a touchdown in that game and lost. You remember that? That's another game he didn't throw a touchdown. Wait, is he the is he the myth pote for you? <laughs> is he the most fraudulent player of all time? There you go. Is he the myth? Because you have the you have the you have the emboat hat exactly. that, that you wear. That's right. Which is the uh, hatedest brother of all time, the hoboat. Yeah, so he's, the, he's got, the emboat. Exactly. Did you, you got, get a hat with that made on it? We got to do that because Brady is the loat, the luckiest of all time. All right. LeBron is the fafote, final <laughs> failure of all time. He's the mafote. And and. Uh, you could have a whole life. You could be like the new LeVar Ball with these hats you have out there. And Kevin Durant is the Masote, the most sensitive of all time. You could have a pop-up shop going on with all these hats. Going there we on. go. Hey, I'm Rob Hey, come on and buy my hat. Whatever you want, I could personalize it for you. You want Adam Gates. You got W-O-A-T, worst of all, all time. time. I got you all of this won't. for you. But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm just like, go ahead, Cowboys. I understand. Sign them. Maybe that's the reason that they haven't signed them yet. It's because they don't fully believe in him. But if you can sit there and make all the excuses about drop passes yesterday, drop passes happen, happen every game in the NFL. So don't give me that. What about the missed throws where guys were open? Well, like Those I said, he one. missed Tavon Austin on, on okay. a huge throw. You know, you know who he is? Dak Prescott, even if you want to just take this season into account, Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. His... Worst games of the year, right? Dak Prescott's his best games versus his worst games. His best games were against the Giants, the Redskins, the Giants, Detroit, and the Rams, right? Those are those are his highly rated, most highly rated games. Quarterback rating was up over one ten. What do those five teams have in common? Their defenses stink, right? right? Even the Rams' defense. How many times has that gotten torched this year? It's not the same defense. Who were his worst games against? Where his quarterback rating is up around 90 or below? Chicago, Buffalo, New England, New Orleans, Green Bay, and the Jets. Those are all defenses that are either pretty good or do a few things pretty well defensively. The Jets' run defense is really good. But those are his worst games. So he was great when the opposition was okay or and the defense was just okay. But against the best teams, those were all his worst games. I mean, that's who Dak Prescott is. At the very least for the Cowboys, his price has gone down. I mean, you can't say, here's $37 million a year for Dak Prescott after this no, year. At least Jerry Jones can say, well, I'm saving about 12 or $15 million a year. It's, it's, down it's, about down about $8 million a year now. It's about him. a franchise tag. I wouldn't sign this guy after this year. Are you kidding me? Not not at this point. And then there's those people who tell you, it's only going to cost you more later. 
you got to really determine and decide where he fits in because this team is way too talented. People were talking Super Bowl. You, you, you yourself, Jason, you had him in the NFC Championship game. The reason I picked them to miss the playoffs. I was duped. I was young. You, you were duped. You didn't it know was, what was going on. It was on. in college. It was one time. I don't know what I did. <laughs> and you didn't inhale, right? No, no. no and there's no video. No video. But, but I, I didn't buy into Dak because the roster's there. This is the reason I picked them not NOT to make the playoffs. And people said I was crazy. Oh, you just hate the Cowboys. No, it's the same reason I didn't buy into the Browns where everybody got on that bandwagon. I did not pick the Browns. You know, I, I, I picked Baltimore to win. I picked Pittsburgh and the Browns not to make the playoffs. Didn't you? You had a Dolphins-Redskins Super Bowl. I did not have yeah, No, that. you did. You had a Dolphins-Redskins. I think you had that on your list. That was All the, the day, games we picked, I think that's what you had. That was the day I quit the radio. <laughs> Well, no how old are you? I quit the radio. I quit the radio. I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go watch my programs. I quit the radio. <laughs> uh, let's hear from Jerry Jones real fast. Uh, this is him uh, talking about his disappointment after the loss yesterday to the Philadelphia Eagles. It is a very meaningful game because of the, of the circumstances within the league, and uh, uh, we've uh, had times this year a lot when we didn't play uh, as well as we wanted to play, but uh, uh, we had in mind stepping back up here and getting on a run and uh, uh, having some good things happen. This is a, a disappointing setback for that locker room and for all of us. I know it is for the fans. Now, there's the reality for Dak Prescott, and then there's the reality of what the Dallas Cowboys are going to do. Dak Prescott is Jerry Jones's guy, right? Jerry Jones goes out of the way to tell you, I'm the GM of this team, right? We had a big radio interview a couple of weeks I don't ago. Need, I don't need a GM. GM. Everything comes through right. me anyway. That was it. Me. The players are never going to be his fault. It's going to be, here are the players, and how are you going to make them into winners? Because I'm giving you the players, right? So Dak Prescott is going to be fine. He'll still stay because, oh, that, that's who we drafted to replace Tony, and he's everybody on this roster is Jerry Jones' guy. You tell you, me that they the didn't want Tony Romo last Cooper, night. Everything else. Everything else. So it's going to be Jason Garrett, obviously, and the one thing he had going for him was we can still win the NFC East. We can maybe get into the playoffs and, and pull a surprise the first week. You never know what could happen, and I could keep my job. But now that's not going to happen because now they're going to miss because the Eagles have the Giants next week, and it's going to be a long off season, and it's going to be the time where Jerry Jones decides, because he does this every few years, I'm going to go with a strong head coach. And then it's puppets that wind up doing what I want. But every once in a while, he's got, which is why I went with Bill Parcells for those couple of years. I got, I got to jump up the franchise a little bit. So that's why he's gone out of his way to talk about obliquely around, oh, we're not talking to Urban Meyer. Doesn't mean I wouldn't talk to Urban Meyer, Lincoln Riley. Even though Urban Meyer go, was in his uh, suite, right? He, we saw it. Yeah, he's going to go with a big name because he needs to take, make sure this roster now gets to the next level. So he's going to wind up doing that. It's going to be a big name. It's happening. That's the guy who had the worst day out of anybody yesterday is Jason Garrett. So there's a blowtorch to the Dallas Cowboys after that loss yesterday to the Philadelphia Eagles. Rob Parker bringing the big, the B, the B boat, the biggest blowtorch of all time <laughs> to know, the Dallas Cowboys. And they deserve it. That was it. I, and uh, once in a lifetime, I was impressed with the game that he had yesterday. We'll have more on this, more on all the big action from yesterday in the National Football League, Odell Beckham's rant on the sideline, and more. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, this is Fox Sports Radio. Everybody's got a to-do list. I get one from my wife. 
drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, figure out something to get out of the house so I can relax. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. The good thing, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Do you like extra money in your pocket? Do you like not having to drive somewhere to pick something up? This is the way to do it. It just may be the most rewarding thing on your to-do list today. That's Geico.com. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Hit us up on Twitter at HowAboutAFresca. Rob at Rob Parker FS1. Also, his burner accounts on Twitter at, at HBOAT, M O O A T L O A T, all at I Love Dak as well. You're on, those are all oh, your those burner, are my accounts. burner accounts. Okay, yeah. yeah the ones that defend go. you when people get mad about your, your takes on Dak Prescott and other people. At Dak's the man. At None who, of that. At who's Tony? Those are more of your. Oh, is that at who's Tony? Yeah, <laughs> that T-shirt business didn't work out too well. Who's Tony? So it wasn't just the Cowboys who lost a big game yesterday. We saw the Browns get eliminated after their loss, and Odell Beckham Jr. got into a bit of a sideline rant. Oh, with it was Freddie about Kitchens. the officials. Don't worry, it was no, just no, about the officials. Everything is fine. That's it. Everything's fine. Joining us now on the hotline, no one better to break it down. The editor in chief. At fansided.com, longtime NFL insider, and this may shock you, Rob Parker. He is a pro football Hall of Fame voter. Wow. It is Jason Cole. Jay Cole, what's happening? What's up? Number one, where's my intro music? Because I just can't do this without being in the right mood and frame of mind. So that's number one. Okay. You know, just go on during the day. No, no, no. I speak at this moment. (laughs) You introed me. Excuse me. This is how this works. Okay. If you're going to do the show, do it right and make sure that I have my proper music, okay? I'm an artist. This is how this works. Artist formerly okay? known yeah. as uh, Jason Cole. No, he's the Taylor Swift right. of, of football athletes. Is that what it is? Yeah, I, I need certain things. I have serious diva qualities, okay? <laughs> so that's number one. Okay, number two, uh, I think Chris Broussard has the I Hate Rob Parker burner account going right now. <laughs> you already know that. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. I just, I, I, I have a buddy who's like, he's such a, a serious Cowboys fan that he doesn't, like, you can't even text him in the middle of the game and for like an hour afterwards, unless they win, of course. He just, you know, he goes into that dark recesses of his mind, right? And I just keep telling him, like, Dak is no good on third down. He's just no good on third down. And yesterday... Like that, that the one where Amari Cooper was just wide open and just you know throws it high, just not good on third down. And you pay for third down, you pay a lot of money for third down. He's just not good enough on that. That's just a game that was teed up for them, considering where the Eagles were, banged up, bruised, battered, and uh, the, uh, they were coming off the game against the Rams. So everybody thought everything had fallen back into place. And I kept reading, oh. 
The Cowboys are a scary team if they make it into the playoffs. I would be afraid to play them. What and then yet and then yesterday happened. This is but this is what they've been for the last what eight nine years. Yeah, they've had some good seasons and then they've had a couple of down seasons. They're just a tale of mediocrity, and it's mental as much as anything because every time they win a game or a couple of games that are perceived as big games, or they get off to a four and one start or anything like that. It's like, oh, this this team's just red hot. They're awesome. And everybody overlooks what they're not. And they're not deep. They're they're not mentally tough. Uh, they are they're just a reflection of a team that's that's rudderless. And that's in large part and, and this is not necessarily Jason Garrett's fault, but he has bought into it, which is you're subservient to Jerry as the leader. Jerry is the guy who everybody looks at and says, well, how's the team plan? What's going on? They don't look at Jason Garrett just like they didn't look at Dave Campo uh, or Chan Gailey. Now, Parcells is a little different, but that's because Jerry needed something from Parcells for at least so for at least a couple of years right. to get Parcells' way. Okay, he needed Parcells there to win that vote locally and get the team to be better so that they could get the new stadium. But once he got that, it was back to old Jerry. And so Jerry is the guy that he's the guy that everybody takes their cues from, and and the, so the coaches are basically meaningless. You really want my Jerry Jones impression now, don't you? Yes, we do. No, we really? Yes, no, yes, you do. No, no, I will. I swear, I will hang up. I will <laughs> wow! I swear, I will hang up. I promise you, I will hang up. Do he's, not do that. He's not a it fan. It is bad for America. You, you are going to. Destroy Dan Patrick's show. Oh wow! By doing that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, Dan could be a great head oh, coach no. for us, taking over for Jason you're daring, Garrett. Aren't you? You're you just know, daring me. I could get Dan in the Dan. I'm too polite for know. this, but you're daring me. I just swear to God. Don't hang up, up. J. Cole. We need more stuff from you. Don't Fritz, hang he up. could be the offensive coordinator. McLovin would be on special teams. I, I can. I can. You know, the thing is, J. Cole is. You know, you said it's not on Jason Garrett, but. Obviously, he's going to be the guy that bears the brunt of everything for him. He's oh, the guy. Let's go, right? But he, he, when, I, when I look at the final play yesterday, and I see, okay, here's fourth and eight, and this is your entire season. And Amari Cooper and Randall Cobb are both not in the game. Cobb has been your best receiver on the drive and was uncoverable. Amari Cooper, who is your guy, I look and go, what was that? And you had three timeouts. Well, I mean, look, I, I will say that. That begs the question: What are you thinking? And that's where you just sit there and go, you know, your season's on the line. Your best guys have to be on the field. There's no rotation this or rotation that. It's like, yo, get those guys out there. Um, at the same time, even if you have Cooper and Cobb on the field, he's probably going to throw to the single on against the number four corner. And Galladay's, you know. It, is a good receiver. He's been very effective this year, right? So he's probably going to throw that pass anyways. Um, and Galladay just wasn't good enough. I mean, look, Sidney Jones did a heck of a job. Nice, nice job of coverage. So I'm not sure that the play actually ends up being any different because you're looking for one-on-one coverage, and that's what you've got on that play, um, which begs the question of Jim Schwartz, but he got away with it uh, because Jones did such an effective job. Uh Look, my, my question is, like, forget the one play. What happened the first 59-plus minutes when you only scored three field goals with, with all that talent? Like, 
and and it's not like Philadelphia, um, you know, has been bringing the wood all season, right? Like they're they're not this awesome, right? But you've got Ezekiel Elliott and those receivers, and you put three field goals up. Like that, that's a much bigger concern to me than than the one last play. That that really haunts me. Uh, J. Cole, how about this? Uh, our, our producer, Justin, told us a stat. I don't know where he got it from, but that since 2000. It since, since it's completely made it up. In 10 years, right? As it was since, since 2010, 2010. 2010. That only uh, in all the major sports and all the coaches that there's only uh, there's a list of uh, coaches that haven't won a championship since 2010. And guess how many people are on that list? That are still a coach, still around. Oh, Garrett. Yeah, right? that, that's it. That's only one guy. Oh, but, hey, hey, look. I mean, what, uh, what, dude, what? Yeah. What they have done, what they have accomplished is really hard to do. Okay? Because normally, the, normally um, the owner comes in and says, this is just not good enough. And I've given, especially with the talent that we have. You're supposed to have done something by now, right? The thing about it is that, Jerry Jerry kept Garrett because Garrett played along, all right, with what Jerry wanted. He acquiesced, and so it was a, you know this is this whole thing has always been a, a it's not quite a death spiral, but it's it's like a mediocrity spiral. It's like you know nobody's in charge, and you just acquiesce to Jerry. So again, the coach means nothing, and and ultimately. You just end up with a mediocre team year after year because you don't have you have a lot of talent, but you have no leadership, um, and that's what the that's what the Cowboys have done, and this is what Jerry has created because this is what Jerry wants. Jerry wants to be in charge. Um, now he'll give up a little bit of that rope every once in a while, but overall, he wants total control. All the stuff he just said, he said, we accomplished something that was difficult to do. So I'll take that as a compliment <laughs> from Jason. Jason yeah, Cole with I, us I, here. I'll buy myself a ring with that. And I'll be fine. <laughs> just be fine. Okay? And, and it'll just be like Jimmy was here, but I was the one in charge. Okay? Because the, all those things that Jimmy did, that team that he created, that was that was really me. It was me. Because I proved it when I brought in Switzer. Because everybody knows he was dumb as a stump. Okay? <laughs> So it had to be me. It, it, somewhere in this, it's me. I know it's me. My impression's way better than yours. Oh, it is. Your, yours just sounds like you're, you, you run out of breath after every few seconds. tragically terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. Okay. Jason yeah, Cole is our guest. <laughs> Editor-in-chief at Fansided.com, longtime NFL insider. All right, now, from where things are bad to where things are just as bad. We watched Cleveland get eliminated from the playoff chase yesterday. There's a lot of drama about Odell Beckham and his sideline rant at Freddie Kitchens. Boy, this you know, if if this isn't the, the, the poster child team for hey, when things go good, things are okay. When things go bad, things are terrible. Oh, are I don't know what team, is. They? Yeah. they are the ultimate. And, and OBJ is just a complete weather vane. If it's blowing bad, he's going right with it. Yeah, he's He's worthless as a leader. I mean, all those things about rudderless and worthless and leaderless, I mean, you apply those to OBJ and Freddie and Miles Garrett and the rest of that crew. I mean, I've talked to the people in that in that building, and they're just they're dumbstruck by how little leadership there is on a team. And, you know, Browns fans just, you know, like, they just, they lived in denial. It's like, 
The dude's not showing up in the offseason. If the dude isn't showing up in the offseason and doesn't want to be there working with you, what do you think it's going to be like when things get hard in the regular season and you lose a few games? That's what, you know, that's what OBJ's career is defined by. And here's the other part. When was the last time he was really any good? It was like three years ago. Now, the talent is there. We all recognize that. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. But at the end of the day, this is about production. And for three straight years, he hasn't produced. Not like a superstar. Not like, not like the diva he acts like. Um, I mean, because he's certainly more of a diva than I am. But I'm, I've got diva quality. <laughs> But, but isn't, it, isn't this bigger than just him? I mean, Freddie Kitchens. No, he's a symptom. He's a symptom of a bigger problem, which is exactly they have no leader. They, I mean, well, I mean, they hired. A, they, they tried to force uh, Freddie Kitchen on every coach that came in for an interview. Said you had to take him. Baker Mayfield uh, put up numbers. Go back and look last year. Beat one team over five hundred. Didn't beat any teams. Did you pick them before the season? To uh, make the playoffs, the Browns. Oh, I picked them I, I didn't, undefeated. I, I picked. Because, is that what it was? Because okay. I wanted to buy into this hype because I wanted it to be as spectacular as. I never bought into it. I never bought into it for now. I just didn't. Well, look, I always said they have no leaders, and and when your highest paid guy doesn't show up, that reflects on the rest of the team, right? But they they take their cue from the highest paid guy. So yeah, this was part of the problem. And Freddie Kitchens. The problem is actually the other way. It's everybody that they hired for that staff, none of those guys were Freddie's guys. Freddie didn't hire his own coaching staff. Which is ridiculous. hired it for him. Right, and see, this is all this is all part of it. Now, Freddie's not a leader, okay? He's, a, he's at least not yet. And he proved that with that, you know, that stupid Pittsburgh they started it shirt. You know, which, you know, you look, you won the game, walk away from it, just be happy, right? But again and again, he's not that guy. John Dorsey should have just, and he should do it now, which is just call Mike McCarthy. And I, look, I know McCarthy is not the most popular coach in the world, but he knows how to run a program. It's sort of like Marty Schottenheimer. Marty Schottenheimer might not win you a championship. And McCarthy has won a championship, but he might not win you a championship, but he's going to make you win games and he's going to run a good program and he's going to get guys going the right direction and there's a lot to that and then you hope that everything comes together so Dorsey should just say okay I made a mistake here get rid of Kitchen McCarthy what do you want just you know look we're friends I know it's going to cost me a lot what do you want and just get get yourself here and that's what he should do and just you know run run have a well run program by a guy who knows how to run a team you can follow him on Twitter at JasonCole62. That is at JasonCole62. All your pro football Hall of Fame voter needs as well. Go along with that Twitter account. This Take is actually a serious conversation that made me look good for pro football Hall of Fame voting. Yeah, you don't want to take the stuff you and I do at night. You don't want to put – they'll fire you from it. They'll, they'll, they'll ban you from <laughs> the room. actually listen. Yeah, that's still... On your normal show, nobody in the country listens, right? <laughs> you know they... what? I never miss that show. I never listen to it, so I never miss it. <laughs> They're changing the locks in Canton as we speak. Is that right? Jason Cole. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, you want to throw that kind of fire here. J. Cole, ha- <laughs> happy holidays, my friend. We'll talk soon. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Happy Merry Christmas. Yep. Take it easy. Uh, Jason Cole interview brought to you by Mercedes AMG driving performance. You know, this is the funny thing about the Browns. And, here, you know, here's Mike McCarthy. What do you want to come in and do this? Freddie Kitchens is going to go because obviously he is not 
cut out for this. He's like Rex Ryan light. He's less was less ready to be a head coach than Rex Ryan was, but he still thinks he can be that bombastic. But the only we difference can live is on Rex the edge Ryan got to the AFC championship. Right, exactly. He had he had early success right. and then never was able to learn from his mistakes because when you have success that early, it's hard to realize, oh, I was doing things a little bit differently. And the butt fumble didn't help. But I ask you this. Is the Browns a good job? Is the Browns a job that Mike McCarthy wants? It was a great job last year when Baker Mayfield was coming off his rookie year. You thought he was going to be really good. He took a step you back. You were making changes. You, you signed Kareem Hunt, who was going to come in and be great. Jarvis Landry comes in. Odell Beckham's coming in. Oh, this is great. Now, is this a good job? Are you in a position to succeed? And they couldn't get guys last year when the when when it, the job looked good because there was so much volatility. Well, also the but but a big part of it was just what happened to Kitchens, where they hired his staff. They wanted that whoever took the job had to take Freddie Kitchens because of his relationship with Baker Mayfield. And you know this, Jason. You can't have coaches. You can't do that. You 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 can't do it. When you force somebody on a on a coach and say you got to have your own guys and guys you believe in and have been to, you know been to war with and you know who they are and to take a staff and have people put together a staff it's 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 a bad look and that's why I think they are where they are they made a huge mistake in force feeding Freddie Kitchens yeah but even even if you do that now let's say you tell a coach come in you'll have control you bring in your own guys are you in a position to succeed? I mean, that's it. Or are you in a position to fail? But they got because talent, though. That's the only right. thing. They but have the talent. Is, but you're expected to get to the Super Bowl. And if you don't, it's your fault. Because they elevated Baker Mayfield into being the most important person in the organization. And we have no idea if he's any good. He was terrible this year. And Freddie Kitchens was his guy, right? That's why Freddie Kitchens got the job. Right. Because Baker Mayfield was impressive last year. Now, was he impressive in two games against the Bengals and just okay against the rest of the league? That's what it looks like. Because this year, he's been bad. I mean, I think he's the 32nd-rated quarterback in the NFL. That's terrible. And, so now, and with the weapons he has, it seems inconceivable. So I mean, is it a good job? Can you come in and say, oh, I can win with Baker Mayfield, or is it, boy, I don't know if this quarterback's any good, but he's not going to get any of the blame because he's the guy you anointed. He's the most important person in the organization. And then you have Odell and all the drama he brings and you know what, all the offseason headlines. Is he in? Is he out? You're going to hear reports in the offseason. No, Odell's not happy. So I, who wants this job? If what? they couldn't get anybody last year, how are they going to get somebody now? I, I think they still can get somebody, only from this standpoint. Most of the time when you take over a team, it's because there's issues there, and that, that's the reason the other coach got fired, right? So you know most of the time you are taking on something, and nobody's handing you a great team and everything's working right. You wouldn't be there. The other guy would still have his job. So you have to look at it. The only thing, if I'm a, a, a prospective coach, do they have talent? I can't win without talent. Can I fix some things, fix the locker room, you know, put a different philosophy on it? You know what I mean? And if I'm Mike McCarthy, I feel like, well, I won a champ, a Super Bowl. I got a chance that they can listen to me because I can go in and say, we raised the trophy at the end of the year. A lot of guys don't have that cachet, so it's harder to buy in, people go, what are we listening to this dude for? But is Baker Mayfield a guy that's going to buy in? Well, I mean, he's he your know. new I, breed of quarterback I where it. if I don't like something, I'm going to say it. I get it. And nothing is my fault. Nothing's – look, and, and when things happen, I'm going to talk about it. I'm upset because you're not treating Odell's injury the right way. Duke Johnson should be on right. board. Well, which, which These should are never new be breed public. of players right. that are not going to never buy be in. public. You go talk to the head coach in his office rather than to the media. But I, I, I get your point. 
I just think if I'm a coach and I was sitting on the sidelines and I'm looking for an opportunity, the thing I want the most is to have some talent to where I have a chance to win. That's all. And now I got to whip it into shape, do whatever I have to do. But I don't want to take a team where the cupboard's bare and I'm going to get whacked in two years anyway. I, see, I look at it as you're inheriting guys that you don't know you can win, and you're expected to go win with these guys. Well, wait, so now I'm coming in, and you're asking me to win with guys that I might not want on the team or have as my quarterback or number one wide receiver or anything. I mean, that's why that's a tough job. Tough. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Rob at Rob Parker FS1, Jason Smith, Rob Parker in for Dan and the Dan. That's coming up next. More NFL overload continues. There's a guy I can make a pretty good argument for for NFL MVP, and his name is not Lamar Jackson. That's coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan and the Danettes. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Rob at Rob Parker FS1. And just real quick, I just want to say, you know, you spent the earlier part of this hour telling everybody, you know, you talked about Dak Prescott. I told everybody the Jets were going to win yesterday. Everybody knew. Did you? I knew they were going to show up. I know. Look, it's my team. I know when Did they're going to show up. Then? I know when they're not. And I'm enjoying everybody thanking me on Twitter for, you know, all Titans fans. Everybody. Thanks for beating the Steelers. I'm like, yeah, like I had a lot to do with like it. You, like you were out there on the field. I, I was just should have put some Christmas money on that and I you would have been able to whatever. I, I, even, I even knew. I said it's going to be like a 17-16, 16-13 type game. It's going to be ugly. They'll put enough points up. Sure enough, 16-10. I, really, I mean. That's a big blow to Pittsburgh. That's the game they needed to win. I mean, look, they've gone so far this year. And Mike Tomlin, clearly, you know, you know see what kind of coach he is. Being able to lose all his stars and still stay relevant no, here. No, I get but it. But this, really, this is really a flawed team. And they, they this is as far as you're going to go with that kind of now, talent. Now, you're, you're the resident Jets fan at Fox Sports Radio. Are you uh, – you said they were going to win the game, but it doesn't help the, the Jets where they draft. They actually are losing no. ground by winning. Would you See, rather win? I'm just I'm asking. It's not like if we had one win or two wins, I would then say, it would be oh, different. Don't it. win. Right. We're in the middle of the pack, and we're going to get Adam Gase next year anyway. So how excited can I really be? If they win the last game and finish, what, 7-9? 7-9. and, nine? Seven and nine. No, be, Adam Gase will... is great. Oh, look, he's going to be great. He's terrible. He is absolutely terrible. But now we're going to get him for one more year. Right, at least one more. But at least, uh, you know, the Jets wind up winning more games. I actually had them as a wild card. I, I liked the way the team was put together. I wasn't that crazy. I, I'm with you about hiring Adam Gase, who didn't do anything in Miami. I didn't get that, but it is what it is. Uh, so from that game, I told you they were going to win. Michael Thomas, 
now sits at 145 receptions. And counting. He is the all-time leader in NFL history after passing Marvin Harrison yesterday in the Saints' win. And for all the talk, and this is something we talked about on our night show for a while, Lamar Jackson clearly is going to be the MVP of the NFL. For for all the talk about Lamar and Russell Wilson. Then Le- Russell Wilson will get votes. He'll get votes. That's but- all. It won't be unanimous. Like some – some people were arguing at one point that it it should be unanimous. It's not going to be unanimous. But but here but here's the thing: as good a season as Russell Wilson is having, Lamar Jackson just has the it factor about him and what he was the jump he was able to make. He's got his team, the best team in the AFC, and the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl. But then there are people who would would, would look and say, "Well, he has eleven other Pro Bowlers on his team. Is it all him? You know, he's getting all the credit and accolades." They got a hell of a football team there, Baltimore. Oh, they do, but he's also leading the league in touchdowns, I, and he's run for a thousand. He would get my vote. What else does he need to do? He would get my vote. So I'm not saying that, but I think that there are other people out there who might not follow suit and say that what Russell Wilson was able to do, right? He he only has one other Pro Bowler on his team. Well, and that's why I can make a great argument for Michael Thomas as the MVP wow. in the NFL. Okay. All right? He's going to get to the number that cuts through the clutter, 150 receptions, right? All-time leader. He's gonna, They're going to do everything they can to get him those five catches next week. 150 receptions, number we've never seen. Marvin Harrison's record stood for 17 years. But more importantly is that there's nobody else that you can throw the ball to in New Orleans. He has over 100 more catches than the next closest receiver to him. Jared Cook has 41 catches. That's number two. He's got 145. The only guy, defenses roll towards Michael Thomas, and still he makes those catches. And still he's the only guy in that offense. But a wide receiver has never won, so you're trying to, like, shatter records. And here's the other thing. The other record you just talked about for 17 years, the only problem I have with this is – they throw a hell of a lot more now, so some of the numbers are skewed. It's just like even even Dak Prescott and some of these guys with all the numbers. He's the second most most yards ever in the history of the Dallas Cowboy uh, passing yards, right? Second all time. Well, they throw the football a lot. In the other in the old days, they didn't throw the football at this rate. So even as and I'm not trying to poo-poo. But still, they throw the football all the time now, and it still stood for 17 years. I I get it, but they throw a lot more the last couple years than they ever have, and I just, the the record is a little, a little hollow to me. It's going to be 150. I understand. Not 110. But do you? Not 120. It's going to be 150. But do you agree that they throw the football a lot Oh, they do. Okay, that's all I'm saying. They do throw it more, but 150 more when there's nobody else. I mean, think about it. I don't think he's MVP worthy when you think about some of the other seasons that the the two quarterbacks have had when we talk about uh, Jackson and uh, Wilson. Uh, And and, um, just a history of the award. It would be so earth-shattering because if if that was the case, um, when the record was set 17 years ago, why, why, why didn't he get the MVP? You're the H wrote now. I'm the hatingest wide receiver of all time. No, I'm just you're saying. Hating on, hating on a guy who, who's going to do something. And I agree. If you're, if you're a wide receiver, you're a non-quarterback. You need to do something special that no one's ever seen before. Ta-da! 150 catches. Now, if he was able to get to 2,000 yards – 150 and 2,000, I would say that's a toss-up between him and Lamar Jackson. Now, he's not going to get to 
2,000 yards, you're going to probably finish up around 1,800, which is still a phenomenal That's a number. Year. I'm not even trying to discount but his year. You, you talk about uh, Lamar Jackson loving Pro Bowlers. Like I said, Alvin Kamara is the only guy catching passes, and he's doing it out of the backfield. Nobody else. He's got 100 more receptions than the next closest pass catcher on. A hundred more. So you know how teams roll coverages towards him. And still, that big wingspan, he doesn't drop. He had one drop pass in the last 25 games. I mean, that's how good he is. His first four years of the league have been absolutely amazing. I, I get it. And he set a record. But I just think uh, where we are in the NFL, and when you take a look at what Lamar did this year, a lot of people, you had Bill Polian before he was even drafted, talking about he should – try out for wide receiver and people who totally discounted him despite him winning a Heisman. We've seen a lot of guys win Heisman and uh, not be able to do anything in the NFL. So that's not that shocking, even though he won a Heisman. But he 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 shook up the NFL this year. You got to give him that. And I think that's why he'll be the MVP. Yeah, I, I'm just hoping that Michael Thomas gets the love he should. He should finish second. Because if you're talking about two quarterbacks and you're giving it to Lamar Jackson, all right, well then, Russell Wilson can't be the MVP. Michael Thomas should be that should be that guy. So you want him to, to be, be like MVP. Jerry Rice, who finished second one time as MVP. Basically. Sure, he should absolutely. He should be he should be number two with a bullet. And if he had two thousand yards, I'd say it'd be a toss up. Yeah, because those are numbers that just no matter what you want to say, that cuts through one hundred fifty two. But the thing is, when you think about this football season, twenty nineteen, you think about Lamar Jackson. You do, but am I right? You do, but you're you can't tell the story of this season without Michael Thomas being at the very top. One hundred and fifty, Rob. One fifty. I mean, you think about the Cowboys stinking as well. Yeah, that's you think about that. That's out there too. So there's that. But that's a good thing for most people. Uh, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, Jason Smith, Rob Parker, in for Dan the Danettes here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, as bad a loss it was for the Cowboys, the most fun thing from the game America saw yesterday might have been from the post game press conference. You'll hear it coming up next right here. This is Fox Sports Radio. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Lars Tool. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Okay, you're calling your shot again. A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, uh, it's, a, it's a very clear message. It's two stars in the Brown and AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court, I think in this case is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.